Today on This Week Health. Inclusive leader, by definition, leverage differences. They're like great head coaches who know the right roles for the right players on the team. And so building that mindset after you've expanded the aperture is critical. Welcome to This Week Health Community. This is Town Hall, a show hosted by leaders on the front lines with interviews of people making things happen in healthcare with technology. My name is Bill Russell, the creator of This Week Health, a set of channels designed to amplify great thinking to propel healthcare forward. We want to thank our show sponsors, Olive, Rubric, Trellix, Medigate, and F5 in partnership with Sirius Healthcare for investing in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders. Now, on to our show. Here we are from the Scottsdale Institute, and today we're going to have a conversation with Corn Ferry, with Flo. Absolutely. Flo, first of all, give us your full name and tell us what you do with Corn Ferry. Absolutely. Thanks for having me here. My name is Flo Falai. I go by either Dr. Flo or Flo, whatever people are comfortable with. I'm fine by, by that. And um, I'm with Corn Ferry, and I'm in the healthcare space, in the practice, as well as in leadership development and professional services practice. Leadership development. So not retained search per se, more leadership development. Absolutely. So what's Corn Ferry doing in, in the area of leadership development? Oh, that's a great question. So we, one thing that we do um, very well is that we're in the service of actually helping organizations deal with their, what we call their human capital. So we're very focused from the onset in terms of getting people in, in terms of keeping people within, and then also in terms of helping people find the right place when they're done in their current life cycle and their current journey in the organization. Wow. So talk to me about it. So one of the things you just said to me is you yeah. have 400 coaches. Yeah. We got a good number of coaches because one thing that we're great at, uh, at Conferry that we help organizations where in many of the top Fortune 100 companies are able to come in, not just help one individual, but help the entire organization. I'm particularly very interested and focused in the space of inclusive leadership. And as we see the landscape continue to change across the entire corporate America and also in healthcare, there is a significant need for leaders to be more inclusive because the um, constituent of the organization is changing significantly. The new generation, Gen Z, are coming in. They actually deemed the most diverse in the workforce. And so they're asking leaders to think about different things that they haven't thought about before. They're very passionate about those things and leaders need to be aware of those things and be ready. And, and so that's one of the key pieces of uh, the work I do. So inclusive leadership, what kinds of skills are we looking for leaders to develop? I'm one of those older yeah. leaders <laughs> and my team, my team is all, I'm not even sure Gen Z, they're all between the ages of 20 and 30, that's yeah. my entire team. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and they're constantly teaching me new things of, no, this is what this is about. This is how this should be said. I mean, it, I assume listening is, is one of those things, being able to... Absolutely. But, but what are some of the other skills that... No, that's a great question. Uh, um, the way we show up in, in dealing with inclusive leadership is we do um, a very comprehensive viewpoint. We come at it from very diverse ways because we want to make sure that we enable leaders to see what this is about. It's not just the next flavor of the month. And I say that because we look at it from two key, we have a model called the inclusive leadership model. And we look at two things. We look at your traits. Traits is really how you are, who you are, your, what we call your natural disposition. And then we look at the competency. The competency actually is how you show up. And some of the things that we measure are things around trust, 
We measure things around diversity in terms of perception. We look at stakeholder engagement. We look at courage. Because those are all the different elements that are needed to be able to drive inclusion. Courage. That's, uh, I'm not sure how you measure that. <laughs> but, but yeah, it, there, there is courage. Yes. I, I, I saw during some of the events over the last two years, mm -hmm. uh, CEOs going out and having town halls, having very yes. real conversations yeah. with their organization. How, how does Corn Ferry come alongside? So you come in and you do those assessments, yeah. and then what does it look like from there? What do you actually do? It's a good, great question. You talked on courage, and I think in this day and age, leaders have to be courageous. The conversation that we're having and leaders are expected to have on the cusp is actually increasing. And if you're not at that place where you're courageous to actually share insight and be also willing to be called out and, and told maybe you're incorrect in your assumption, you're incorrect in your maybe your approach, if you don't have the courage really to show up in that space, it, it would be very challenging for you to succeed in this new world that we're in today. And then to your second question around uh, how we show up, so typically what we do is we come in and do diagnostics. The good thing is the diagnostic is actually a snapshot of where you are and who you are. And then we now take you on a journey. We've got tools, we've got research, we've got really a methodology and approach that we use to build the aperture, what we call the aperture for inclusiveness. Uh, and it's a very, oftentimes it's typically between, I would say between three to six months journey where we take you through what we call introspection. You see who you are. We take you through some coaching session where we begin to walk through what are some of the underlying experiences that you had that actually inform either you're being inclusive or not inclusive. Uh, I've had leaders who, in many instances, only saw diversity when they got into the workforce, compared to other leaders who actually were born maybe into a diverse environment. I'm not blaming either one, but I'm just simply saying that the journey varies based on your background, also based on your interests and your, and your desire for growth. So it's all of those things we take into consideration. There, there is a self-awareness that is oh, required. Yes. Oh, yes. And then you end up being able to come in and go, okay, here's what we see. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that probably doesn't match what the perception is yes. of the organization. Yes. Oh, we're, so you're talking about the individual and the individual leaders, mm -hmm. but I assume you're, you're working also with boards and with leadership teams as well. That's correct. Absolutely. We do. So the same treatment and the same program exists across different levels of the organization. Now, depending on where you are and where you stand, we we'll address and definitely customize the solution to address those needs. At the board level, the ability to be able to see and recognize and also create and sustain the culture is important. So, in oftentimes for le those leaders, we emphasize and focus on how do you keep the culture? How do you maintain that culture? How do you set the tone of the culture? And then when you get to go down, the layers and the levels, we focus in more on very, very pragmatic, what we call maybe business-centric goals. It might just be leading teams, it might be maybe P&L responsibility, but whatever those are is where we focus and tailor the solutions to. What kind of conversations are you coaching leaders to have with their, I mean, some of these organizations are 50,000 employees yes. and whatnot, and, and, and what format is best to have those conversations? So it varies. Prior to, I would say a few months ago, the bulk of the conversation has been virtual. Right? As we right. all went through the pandemic, we switched from in-person uh, conversation to uh, training to virtual. We've done that for the past two years. As things have begun to open up, I'm traveling now almost every two weeks. Our clients are beginning to ask for more of those in-person interactions. And what we do in those sessions, based on the need is, and I would say two things, is one, we expand the aperture. We allow and 
enable leaders to see beyond what they're used to seeing. And we have tools and we have models that we use to actually drive those conversations. And then once we do that, because once you see differences, then the next logical question has to be, what do you do with it? Inclusive leader, by definition, leverage differences. They're like great head coaches who know the right roles for the right players on the team. And so building that mindset after you expanded the aperture is critical. And for some leaders who are at perhaps C-level, C-suite level, or board level, their goal is to actually just set the temperature. And so we help them also with the messaging or we help them with the branding that's associated with being an inclusive leader. So it, it really, I, mean, I see all that, it, it varies. Le leverage the, the differences. It is leveraging the differences. That is yeah. so interesting. We, we've talked a lot about internal yeah. to, to the to four walls of the virtual uh, organization, yeah. 50,000 employees and whatnot, but they live within a larger community. That's right. And those communities, especially in these uh, urban centers, are very diverse. How do you coach leaders as they approach the community or going out into the community? Well, that's a great question. And I, and I think there's more of that is required today. We have a methodology that we use. We call it the inside out, outside in approach in our coaching. The inside out is actually more of a, we do an assessment, we do a snapshot of who you are. We look at your drivers, your traits, your competency and your experiences. So we have a sense of who you are within. Then we also look at external data points. So it could be 360 degree feedback, it could be employee breakout, it could be um, employee survey, it could be community insight, whatever those external data points are. Then we merge the two and then look at that holistic picture. Then the goal is then to coach you to that goal. Right? For example, it might, be, it might be in a community that is asking for more involvement in certain spaces and certain areas that perhaps you're good or you're not so good at. Then we coach you to showing up authentically, right, because this is key. Just showing up doesn't mean anything. Right. You've got to show up and people have to see that you're vested and you care. And so we coach to those key outcomes and we measure. So it's very targeted. I've, I've been around coaching for a while. We talked about this before. Yeah. And uh, it's interesting to see the evolution of the industry. And I would say where we are as a coaching industry is phenomenal because now we're not just talking about coaching, we're looking at results and measuring the impact of what we've done as well. So last question, yeah. Corn Ferry obviously retained search yeah. and bringing people in. Is this becoming part of the criteria? Are we evaluating people for inclusive leadership as part of presenting them? That's a great question. Uh, and I think the bigger question, or the bigger answer to that question rather is, I would say yes, there is more appetite uh, in organizations for more diverse leaders, more inclusive leaders. And I just want to say that oftentimes people get caught up with diverse and people get caught up with inclusion. And, I, and, and the best way to actually explain that is say, we just want organizations wanting more representation of the country. And that's the summary of that is, want to make sure that you're representing the community and the community is reflected in your structures and in the people who are making decisions, people who are involved. And so with our approach, we're looking at how do we ensure we serve our customers, our organization? How do we ensure that we provide the right ideal candidate as well in those spaces? We could probably talk for another half hour, <laughs> but I, I want to let you get to your breakfast. Flo, thank you for your time. Appreciate uh, it. It's my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. I love this show. I love hearing from people on the front lines. I love hearing from these leaders. And we want to thank our hosts who continue to support the community by developing this great content. We also want to thank our show sponsors, Olive, Rubric, Trellix, Medigate, and F5 in partnership with Sirius Healthcare for investing in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders. If you want to support the show, let someone know about our shows. 
They all start with This Week Health, and you can find them wherever you listen to podcasts. Keynote, Town Hall, Newsroom, and Academy. Check them out today, and thanks for listening. That's all for now.